Welcome to Tough Talk Christian Radio. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help take you to the next step in your relationship with Christ. Tough Talk Christian Radio is brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. Now here's your host, Tony Gambone. All right, welcome to the show. My name is Tony Gambone, and this is Tough Talk Christian Radio, brought to you live from the outskirts of Houston, Texas, at the Tough Talk Radio Network. Uh, Very excited about uh, today's show, and, you know, if you listen to me regularly, you know that every Wednesday I'm excited about every show I get to do. God has blessed me with the opportunity to uh, have this station and to have some incredible guests come and share their stories of what the Lord is doing in their lives, and and I have just been blessed to be able to tap back into my space with God on Wednesdays. Uh, You know, as we go to church on Sunday and we spend our time during the week, uh, we seem to get lost, right? Some days I get lost Sunday right after church. But Wednesdays, I'm always able to navigate back into to this space. And uh, even if it's just for an hour, it's just so, well, such a great feeling. I feel blessed. And after the shows, I'm always excited and, and upbeat and, and ready to push through the rest of what we call hump day. So, before we bring our guests up today, I want to talk about a little bit of what's going on in, in my world or in everybody's world, kind of. I mean, COVID is, uh, well, it's a it's almost like uh, a war going on out there with uh, the virus. And there are so many people that have suffered the opportunity of the virus, and some of us have lost loved ones, and, and I, my prayers go out to you and your family. But... I want to talk about Thanksgiving this year. It's probably uh, going to be different than any other Thanksgiving. Well, I know it's going to be different than any other Thanksgiving I've ever experienced in the 64 years here on Earth. And the thing of it is, is uh, there's a lot of questions. Do we get together? Do we stay at home? You know, uh, how, how do we get through this holiday season and give thanks? And it, it seems like... Uh, is a struggle for us to give thanks to uh, God for allowing us to have all the blessings, and yet the selfish side of us says, well, hey, you know, we're not getting to spend time with our family. How are we supposed to give thanks? This just isn't right. Who's blaming political areas? Who's blaming the virus or the not the virus? I mean, it's the news media, social media, there's so many different ways of hearing the Im- information on the virus that, well, we just really don't know enough good sources to make a, a good decision. And so for all of you out there that are struggling like I am, if I could just get some truths, I could make better decisions. And that being said, my next thing is, God forbid, if I ever and the cause of someone getting the virus. Now, we have a remodeling business here in the Houston area, and I'm out pretty much every day. I got the mask, and I, you know, I do all the things that we're supposed to do, but nothing's a guarantee. I have a two-year-old grandson, and you know, uh, I, I don't want to bring it home to him. So this year, I think we're deciding to do Thanksgiving just with our immediate family here at the house and not getting together with all of our relatives like we normally do with 20-some people here in the Houston area. I am sad about that because 
well, it's just something we've done every year here, and I've been here 23 years, and that's just been a routine. But I still feel blessed and thankful for God's blessings, for my health, for the ability to keep on working, uh, to be able to help others, to be able to love on my family. I mean, so just because we can't get what we want at this time, let's try not to be, well, angry, upset, discouraged, or unthankful for the blessings that we receive every day. Now, I really believe that there's something good going to come out of this for each and every one of us, even though it doesn't look right and it doesn't make any sense. We all know that once we get down the road far enough, it seems as though we understand what was going on through that journey of tough times. So you're going to have to be patient. You're going to have to have a little extra love for God and know that he's got this even though we seem to be sliding down a slippery slope. So with that being said, I just hope that people will pray this week, all week long, and, and pray for people that are going through hard times, who try to make decisions. Should they meet together? Should they not meet together? You have children coming home from college. Are they doing the right thing? Are they being safe? Who knows? But I do know this. We can pray for everyone to be safe, and healthy, and patient, and receive the blessings that are around us that we're not noticing because we're so busy with the TV, or the social media, or the virus, or whatever might be going on in your world. So I just hope that everyone will take a minute out today, tomorrow, and the rest of this year, and pray for those who need it, including themselves. Now that's my little piece for today, and I, and I hope that I didn't offend anyone. But I surely know that if you pray and you pray and you pray, eventually you're going to see something that's going to allow you to want to pray some more. So just hang in there, be patient, and know that God has got this. My name is Tony Gambone. This is Tough Talk Christian Radio. And you can reach us at info at toughtalkradionetwork.com. You can go to uh, toughtalkchristianradio.com and register to be a guest on the show select the date and time that best fits your schedule and share with us what God's doing in your world now without wasting much more time I want to bring up our guest our young lady's name is is uh, Raka uh, Getz and she is the Harvard educated author of 38 books that help children's souls shine and she's uh, is also the author of Searching for God in the Garbage. It's a candid memoir for adults about overcoming food addiction joyfully and spiritually. Now, it's a crazy title, but if you start thinking about it, a lot of us can relate to it. So what I want to do without wasting any time is welcome her to the show. Bracca, welcome. Thank you so much. I, I just want to say something about your amazing introduction that you just gave about Thanksgiving. Would that be okay? Could I say something yes, about ma'am. that? Yes, ma'am. Okay, you know, because I've been thinking a lot about this, and we already declined where we go every year for the family Thanksgiving meal. So we're just staying home, the two of us, me and my husband. And um, I, I think one thing that I'm recommending – I, I spoke to a group about this this week, is is that on that day, you know, if you're feeling sad that you can't be together with family, if if that's the decision that you've made, 
you, you know what I was thinking I, I recommended that people do is just call people, and even if you don't get them, leave them a message saying something that you're thankful for about them, something that you appreciate about them, that you've maybe never even expressed to them your whole life. And we could use this year as an opportunity to do something different and and really in sync with the meaning of Thanksgiving, you know, to, to express gratitude um, to people in our lives that have given our lives meaning. And, and whether they pick up the phone or not, when they get home from wherever they are, they'll hear the message, and it'll really make their Thanksgiving. That's awesome advice. I love that. That is great. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal that off you and use it myself. That is just <laughs> perfect. Everybody should do that. And you know, a lot of times we get caught up with ourselves. You know, and 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 you know, it's it's not unnormal. I mean, uh, there's more of that going on than not. And sometimes we just need a friendly reminder, just like what you said. You know, just uh, we can't be with people, but with today's technology, there's uh, FaceTime, there's mm-hmm. Facebook Live, there's Zoom, there's all kinds of ways to see each other and have conversation and leave a message. That's awesome advice. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you. And, and just to, it's a way to make it a really meaningful day. It might even be might even be more meaningful than any other Thanksgiving you've experienced that way because you're getting right to the heart of what Thanksgiving is about, you know, being grateful. And and so I, I think that that's a I, – I, it'll be easy for us to feel sorry for ourselves if we're not hanging out with the people that we love, you know, um, on Thanksgiving this year. So we got to turn it around and do something positive that when we give to others, we – we feel very positive, and it's a way to give without, without going out and spreading germs, and we can stay home and still spread Thanksgiving that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's great advice. So let's talk about, uh, first I'd like people to know where you're calling in from and where you're from originally. Right. I'm calling from Baltimore, Maryland, and I'm from New York, as you could tell from my accent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what part of New York where, where are you from? Queens, New York. Forest Hills okay. High School I went to, yeah, where Simon and Garfunkel went before me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's great history, yeah. Okay, so, and, you know, uh, you've written 38 books that help children's souls shine. I love that. Now, what what made you decide to do the first one? Oh, you know, I I wanted to write books that I wished I had when I was a child. I wasn't brought up to believe in God, and um, it's something that I discovered in my adult years. So I wanted to write spiritual books for children that are really – that are covering really deep topics and explaining everything in a very simple way. You know, people expect like a Harvard graduate to write these really complex intellectual things, but I like to take like the deepest stuff and explain it in a way that anybody can understand from the youngest child because if if we instill wonderful values in children and spiritual concepts in young children, they will have those gifts the rest of their lives. So so that's what I that's how that's what I do. Wow, that's awesome. And uh, I, I don't want to take away from the children's books, but the thing that I'm fascinated about today is the book 
that is titled um, "Why." Where is it here? I got. It, I got. It, I got. It. Oh, uh, about uh, searching for God in the garbage. Now, um, <laughs> I think I would buy that book just because of the title. But tell everyone what made you decide to write it and how the title came about. Thank you. It's it's a crazy title, I know, but it's meant to be provocative and, may, and meant to say, what is she talking about, you know, searching for God? But that's, un, sadly, I must say, I think that God has been thrown in the garbage by so many people. And I I felt that growing up. I felt that even though I came from a really sweet and loving home, there was something missing, and I didn't know what it was. I, I, and, and as I grew older, my soul was really starving for spiritual nourishment, and I searched in so many ways. I searched in all different religions, in, in many different religions. I searched, I searched in social justice movements. I searched in environmentalism. I searched in, in high-level education. All of this searching, searching for meaning in life. And um, so the title of the book is, 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 is like a metaphor for that, for that's what I was doing. I was searching for God in the garbage. Not that everything was garbage. No, I, I gained many truths from different religions, and in everything I was involved with, I gained, I gained aspects of truth. But um, I didn't find the missing puzzle piece until adulthood when – I actually found it in my own heritage, which I wasn't brought up. I was brought up like culturally Jewish, but not not to understand it in a spiritual sense. I didn't even know it was a spiritual thing, and so it was it was a discovery for me in my adulthood to find the spirituality that was in Judaism and 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 actually my soul and God that had been thrown away. I had to you know find it again. It was always there, but I didn't. I wasn't aware of it. Hmm. That I, I mean, you you talk about, and and I I want to make sure that everybody knows that if they go to searching for God in the garbage on Amazon, it'll pop right up. Okay, there's a paperback, there's a Kindle for you people that want to read it on on your uh, laptop or device. But it's uh, it talks about overcoming food addictions joyfully. And and um, in today's world, uh, as we look around, people, uh, how can I politely put this, people seem to be bigger than they used to be. And maybe <laughs> food is a, is a problem. And uh, I know I use myself as an example. Uh, I live to eat. And I'm always going back on a diet and watching what I eat and try to eat. And I cheat a little bit and go back and forth. But what do you think that uh, the hardest part of overcoming a food addiction is? Yes. Oh, great question. I have a very different kind of perspective, and I feel that the reason there's so much yo-yo dieting, and wow, like you said, I just heard statistics recently. It's, it's shocking. Like 40% of people in the United States are obese. I can't get over that. And 32% are overweight. That means like 72%, almost three-quarters of our nation is, that's like amazing. 
But so I really feel this is so needed. It's a spiritual perspective. It's a totally different perspective than what you'll hear. And I think that's why there's so much yo-yo dieting because it's not a physical issue, really. I mean, in general, there 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 are certain medications or there are rare types of illnesses that cause a person to overeat. But in general, what in general. What is going on is that we don't have enough pleasure in our lives. And when we find food, food gives us immediate pleasure. And it was designed that way. One of the most, one of the, one of the amazing things that I learned when I really discovered about the Almighty and, and about having a soul and connecting with my soul is that I was always searching for the purpose of life. And what I learned from this amazing rabbi who's no longer alive when I was in Israel, is I learned that the purpose of life, hold on, wait till you hear this, is to experience the greatest pleasure possible. Could you imagine that is not what we think? We, we don't think of life as experiencing the greatest pleasure possible, and that's the purpose. But what was meant by that? What was meant by that is this rabbi spoke about five levels of pleasure. There are five levels of pleasure, and I and from my studies, I you know I've been studying ancient mystical writings, Kabbalah, and it's and it teaches that there are five levels to the human soul, and and these seem to correspond like amazingly to the five levels of pleasure. So on the first level of ple- of pleasure is the physical pleasures, all the sens- sensual pleasures, and and food was designed to be pleasurable. Like, it could have been we took a pill every day, and that would give us what we needed, our fuel for the day. But, no, like, it was designed to be the most pleasurable experience possible. It's designed to be like the fruit when it's ripest on the tree. That's when it's it's the brightest color. It's, like, even beautiful to look at. And the oranges turn bright orange, and the apples turn bright red. And that's when they're ready for us to pick them. They're saying, pick me now. And then they're beautiful, and, they, and, and, and there's aromas to food. It smells good, and it tastes good, and it's nutritious. So it, 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 it was designed to, and delicious. So all, it tastes good, smells good, looks good, all these things. So it was designed to be pleasurable, so it's really easy for people to get stuck there. If they want more pleasure in their lives and they're eating um, some chocolate, for instance, they'll just keep going because they want the pleasure to keep lasting. We want, what we're looking for in life is lasting pleasure. So if we figure out, if we, if we get a roadmap of how to get more lasting pleasure in our lives, then we no longer have to get stuck on the lowest level of pleasure. And food is the most basic and easiest pleasure to get. So we we can move up the ladder when we learn what gives us even more lasting pleasure and we could bring it into our lives. In other words, we have the power to bring higher levels of pleasure into our lives. And that's how to overcome overeating joyfully and spiritually. Mm. That's a lot of great information. And, you know, uh, uh using myself as an example, I've eaten food where I've actually moaned it was so good. And so I understand what you're saying there. And uh, if we, if we put that much time into, well, just learning more about the Bible or God or, 
other things, it might be better. Especially, I'm hoping that people have one takeaway from the virus that we're experiencing is that underlying health issues become a bigger risk. And this might be time for, I know it's hard to say, because if you're a stress eater and you're stuck at home, uh, there's nothing to do but eat, right? And uh, so there's a lot of problems there, but I think that this could be a helpful way to distract yourself from your bad habits and create opportunity to get better habits. So when when you wrote the book, uh, Searching for God in the Garbage, uh, I, and I went on Amazon to, to look it up, and great reviews. Uh, there's a lot of good things about this book, and people said it's helped them a lot. What do you find that people have said that helps them the most, that the common thread through the uh, reading of your book? Well, right. one thing I want to say to you is that we um, d- the distraction is the overeating. The distraction from the higher levels of pleasure that we could get to, we get distracted by what's right in front of us, and and then we don't go for the higher levels of pleasure. But that's really what we, that's really what we want. So, so basically, when we are once we have that awareness, if we feel like overeating, this is the takeaway that people are really loving from the book. That if you say to yourself, what when you feel like overeating, you can ask yourself this one question. Is it my body that's hungry or my soul? And immediately you'll know the answer. If if you can get that question up to your consciousness, all you have to do really is get in the habit of asking that question. Is it my body that's hungry or my soul? And as soon as you ask that question, the neurons in your they start firing it's the amygdala the the brain stem the the top of the brain stem is what was firing and telling you i have a scarcity of pleasure in my life i got to keep eating i must finish this whole bag of potato chips and you just and a person does that and then if they ask that question is it my body that's hungry or my soul suddenly the neurons they they move up up into the prefrontal cortex of the brain, right over, right where your forehead is. They're moving to your higher center, and they're asking a different kind of question, and your consciousness is immediately raised, and you start thinking, wait a minute, I don't really, I'm not physically hungry. This bag of potato chips isn't filling me up that way. It's not filling the emptiness inside. When I finish the bag of potato chips, I'm going to feel even more empty than when I started. You know, So it's, it's not helping with that. So what could I do instead? And you could go up the pleasure ladder. The, the second level of pleasure is love. And, and, and it doesn't mean waiting by the phone for someone to call you. It means doing what I was saying in the beginning. It means, it means focusing on what you appreciate about someone else. It's the emotional pleasure that we get when we focus on somebody else and, and appreciate them. So, so if we do that... Guess what? We won't feel like eating. We'll be we'll be spreading joy. We'll be connecting with others. E- each level up the pleasure ladder connects us more out into the world, and and that's why people overeat because they feel estranged, alienated, alone, stressed, anxious, bored. These are all like separation feelings. So, and and, and here's something you could do. Like you were saying, if you're stuck at home alone, instead of eating. You know what, your person could just press a button, 
start playing music and dancing and stretching. Or, I mean, what I do is I watch these fantastic videos. I do the Zoom videos. I do exercise from home. And I'm loving it. I've made all new friends from the Zoom exercise classes that I see. I meet them every day, and we dance, and we do yoga, and, you know, we do all kinds of things. So it's really honestly easy to stay in shape and stay at home. And and then you go outside, and you walk around a little bit, you know, and you, you get fresh air. So there are so many pleasures in this world. Being in nature is another physical pleasure on the lowest level, but it, it's, these are all different things you could do. And I say it's not distracting us from, from the food. It's what we really need. It's what our soul needs in order to thrive. Right, right. And, and now is the perfect time to do that because, excuse me, uh, People aren't sitting in the drive-through window or just coming from soccer practice in the busy yes. schedules that they had, you know, at yes. the first of the year. And the things are they have to stay at home, and there's just a whole new venture of of different things to get used to. Whether they're working from home, their children are home, or children are in school, it's just a yes. whole bunch of stuff. But it's a good time to take advantage of making yes. a change. Exactly. And, and and I don't think people see it that way. I, think they see it as you know why why are their lives being interrupted with this and you know i know there's people out of work and there's people that that their children aren't getting fed because they're not going to school i mean there's a lot of problems going on out there but i think that there's enough people that could help others in bad situations and take their mind off of what they feel as though they're going through because i've never helped someone out and not felt good about it it's a, just yes. a great way of feeling better. So I, I love your idea, and, and I hope people will write it down. Uh, uh, it, when you're hungry, ask yourself, is it my body that's hungry or is it my soul? And see what happens. And, 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 and so what if people want to speak to you uh, or connect with you or have you come speak for them? How can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so the best way is on my Amazon author page. There's My email is there, and anybody can connect with me. All my books are there. Everything is there. And feel free. I love giving presentations, and I'd love to share all the, all the steps on the pleasure ladder, too, with people. It's so important because once we know the roadmap, then we know how to get the most pleasure from life, and that's what we're here for. Like, really, what does a parent want for their child? They want their child to experience the most pleasure in life, and that's what God wants for us. This world was made because God wanted to give us pleasure. And sometimes there's difficult times involved, like giving birth. There could be a lot of pain involved in giving birth, but for an ultimate good. Everything going on right now is for an ultimate good in our lives. Even if it's difficult and challenging, and we can use this time hopefully in the most optimal way, like you said, and 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 we can all grow into better people than we were before this. Yeah, there's. I have found, and and you know, I'm a slow learner, so I know people out there can get it. But I have found that if you show up and do the best you can, which is really hard to do on a daily basis, there's more to it than we are experiencing now. And so I just hope that people will take the time out. One, to connect with you. Two, to get the book. And, and, and really pray and, and on this Thanksgiving for the help that you're seeing that you need yourself. Because 
we all have different struggles. And some people might listen to this and say, well, yeah, she wrote the book. What else is she going to say? Before you go on that side of the coin, try reading the book and see what you say. Try, try to do that and see if it's helpful. And if it is, share it. Share with others that you believe could use it. Okay? Now, have you thought about uh, putting together a program where, you know, you can coach people through something like this? I don't see anything like that on your page. Right. I haven't done that yet at all. I know. I'm just right now enjoying giving presentations to spread these concepts. I I feel that this is what's so needed right now. Rather than working on an individual basis, I'm just – I spend my time giving presentations. I love it. It it makes my soul shine when I, when I do this, just spreading these good vibes all over because it's really essential. These are like just basic truths of life that people are not aware of. And I, I, it, yeah, it gives me joy to do this. So that's how I'm spending my time right now. <laughs> well, that's good. And, and you know, and that goes to prove what I said. When, when you go out and help others, it's hard not to feel good about it. And when you feel good about something, it's hard not to, it's hard not for it not to be seen in your in your presence when you're walking, when you're smiling, when you're talking, and and it's a hard place to stay into. That's why it's important to do more good things. That's why it's important to serve others because it really comes down to bettering yourself. So I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, uh, reading, searching for God in the garbage because I love the title. I love the reviews. So if people go to Amazon and type in Searching for God, for God in the Garbage, you're going to see the book by Brock Getz, and you're going to have the opportunity to, to read it. And I hope when you read it that you will share it with someone else. And I'm going to give you a case scenario. Maybe you read the book and you say, well, it was okay. Let someone else read it and then have a conversation about it. That way there we tend to be more honest in an open conversation uh, about ourselves than, than when we're just, you know, sort of looking in the mirror, right? So I hope people will take a, advantage of that opportunity. Do you have a, a, a new book coming out by chance? Are you writing I have another more, one? Yeah, I have more children's books that are coming out soon. One is about water safety, <laughs> about, you know, watching little children in the pool. It's really important. Another book is about honesty. So, you know, I write about all these different concepts for helping children from from day one, really. I even have board books for really the youngest children of all, for little toddlers and little infants who are looking at my books. So, well, you know, I, I just love instilling these good thoughts in people from from day one and so that we can all be here to really enjoy life fully. Mm. I love what you're doing, and, uh, and I'm so thankful for you taking time out to share with us today what is what you're doing and how people can connect with you. There's so many books about I have a two-year-old grandson, and I'm looking in here. He loves books. He's always bringing them to me to read them. And so we're going to have to start uh, getting some of this collection here. Uh, I mean, there's the Courage Club. There's the Al- Alphabet, and there's the... <laughs> There's just so many different things here. I mean, I, I'm very impressed with what you've done, and I just hope you keep on doing it. 
thank you so much. Thank you for what you're doing. It, it, it's just so important for us all. Like you say about prayer, you, you know, we right away we're changed when we pray because we're recognizing the source of everything. When we pray, we're we're recognizing where all our gifts come from every moment. So I, throughout the day, we're, we're making prayers before we eat, after we eat. We're not taking things for granted. That's that's what that's what this is about, and the and this pandemic is helping us as well to not take things for granted that we may have done before. We're learning to appreciate the most simple things in life, and and what what brings us true lasting pleasure. That's what we're discovering. Amen to that. I couldn't have said it better, and I just. Uh, I, I really think that people should think about the fact that they're getting to spend time with their family, that especially men, because, uh, you know, we're always working and we never <laughs> get to see the kids grow up. Now maybe Janie's trying to get dad to judge a Barbie contest in the middle of a conference call at work. But still, there's times that you're never going to see again. And usually they're teenagers before you have time to realize what you missed. So this is a good opportunity to stay on top of things, to be better, help others, and to buy the book, Searching for God in the Garbage. Brock, I can't thank you so much for being on our show today, and I just uh, I hope you have a blessed week. Thank you so much. Thank you for this great opportunity. It's my pleasure. We'll have to have you back. Folks, I'm going to take a short break and uh, – We're going to come back and wrap up the show. And make sure before you go anywhere, you go to Amazon and type in Looking for God in the Garbage. Okay? Check it out. I think you'll like it. We'll be right back here after this very short break. Did you know that an estimated 52 million Americans listened to Internet radio in the last month? Or that weekly Internet radio audience has increased 60% over the last year? And that more than 8 in 10 people are online from any location? Tough Talk Radio Network is a company dedicated to providing a platform that allows opportunities for guests, hosts, and sponsors to market themselves to the internet radio media where they can be heard by millions. To find out how Tough Talk Radio Network can help you, go to toughtalkradionetwork.com. All right, welcome back. And this is Tony Gambone on Tough Talk Christian Radio, coming to you live from our studios, Tough Talk Radio Network Studios in Houston, Texas. And so excited about today's guest. If you missed it, you just tuned it in. Shame on you. You can get the recording on my Facebook page or on Tough Talk Radio Network or on Twitter as well. Uh, Baraka Getz, like I said before, is a Harvard-educated author of 38 books that helps children's souls shine. And it's a good time, a good opportunity to spend time with your children now that you're stuck at home with a book that might fit their age group. So check it out on Amazon. And also you'll see Searching for God in the Garbage because us big children really need help as well. One of the takeaways I got from today, I wrote it down, uh, when you feel as though you're hungry, okay, and you're heading towards that refrigerator, just uh, ask yourself a question. Is it my body that's hungry or is it my soul? Try it out. Love to hear your feedback 
email me at info at toughtalkradionetworks.com. I hope that everyone has a blessed week. I hope that everyone will pray for those upcoming days next week where we might not be able to spend the time that we want to together. Think about it. Pray on it. Try to help someone else. My name is Tony Gambone, and that's our show for today. I hope everyone has a blessed week. You have been listening to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone, brought to you by the Tough Talk Radio Network. A special thanks to all of our sponsors. If you'd like to be a sponsor or a guest, please visit toughtalkradionetwork.com for more information.